This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So what is servant leadership? It's what we're all called to be and how we should live our lives. And I think servant sounds so slave-like. I remember when I first heard that, I didn't really get it. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be a slave to everyone. You think server, a waitress, a waiter, someone who is waiting on someone hand and foot. But it's not exactly that. So the gospel today really shows what that means. So let's read that together as we do so often here. There might be some new listeners from my talk over the last few days. I just want to say thank you so much for all of you who prayed for the parish mission. I know that the spirit was moving. I know this because when I see men and women of all ages with tears in their eyes, I know that the Spirit is moving them. It's wonderful. Okay, the Gospel of Matthew 20, verse 17 through 28. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the son Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did homage, wishing to ask him, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and my left, this is not mine to give. 
but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Lots of stuff going on in here. First of all, the mother, right? Exalt my two sons. You know, if I was one of the 12, I should say one of the 10 that heard that, I would have been pretty ticked off too. And then it's all about the discussion of who's the greater. And that's where Jesus steps in and says, hold on a second. That's what the Pharisees and the scribes do. They lord it over you. They call themselves these great people. But that's not what Jesus does. Jesus is out there walking with the Gentiles, walking with the sinners, serving and loving and healing and being that witness, that humble witness. And when I read this, I think, okay, Jesus is the model of servant leadership. That doesn't mean you become this doormat and you have to do everything for everyone. And I'm telling you, if there's any woman listening to this, no, no offense, guys. But if there's any woman listening to this, they're like, really? I already feel <laughs> like I am a servant, a slave. I'm doing all this stuff anyway. You're telling me I have to do more? No, you have to do it with a different heart. How do you do it? You do it with love. You ask Jesus into those acts. So you might be so tired, man or woman. I don't know who cooks in your house. But maybe you're not in the mood to cook dinner. That's the last thing you want to do. And you might even feel a little bit resentful for it. I don't know about you, but I cook dinner every night. And there are times when I'm like, oh, what am I even going to make? You know, and I look at my husband, I'm like, what do you got a taste for? Thank God we have the option of many different types of food. But I don't think about that at the time. I'm just like, oh, another meal. But when I ask Jesus in, Lord, please help me make this meal. I invite you in to this task. I think about dinner differently. I think about my husband differently. I think about how grateful I am that we have the food, that we have the pots and pans, that we have the dishes and the stove and the oven and the barbecue grill. And that I can pray over this food and bless it. I can even cook with exercise salt to protect my family. And when we're ready to eat and we say grace, sometimes it's a whip through grace. Sometimes it's an additional thank you, Lord, for my family, for my husband, 
these types of additional love that surrounds the meal or whatever it is that you're going to do. Guess what today is for me? I'm going to mass and then I'm going to confession and then I have to clean the house. Hate it. (laughs) Hate it. Every bit of it. I don't like doing the bedding. I hate doing the bathrooms, the floors, the dusting, the vacuuming. But you better bet your boopa, that's what my mother called our little butts. I'm going to spank you in the boopa. She never did, by the way. But you bet your boopa that I am going to bring God in and be grateful that we have a house and heating and cleaning and running plumbing, right? Hot and cold water, uh, washer and dryer. I don't have to go to the river and pound the bedding materials on a rock, right? We have to bring Jesus into our servant leadership lifestyle. It's a life. It's a way of life. It's the way, right? Jesus's way. It's a humble attitude, servant leadership. So the God of all gods of creation comes down to this earth. Talk about humility. God is beyond time and space. But then he becomes a little baby in Mary's womb, constricted in that womb for nine months, learning how to eat, how to talk, how to walk. I always think to myself, what, what kind of life, what kind of relationship did Mary and and Joseph have with Jesus? Amazing. Was he God? Was he speaking to them at like one month old? Like that's the crazy thought. But ultimately God is the most humble. Jesus comes down to live with us in this horrible place called earth. Why? Because he loves us. He's the ultimate servant leader. He comes down to teach us how to live, to heal us, to serve us, right? To bless us. And we can be little Christs to people in our life and do the same with joy, with love, and with humility. The world teaches us to be selfish. The world teaches us to do whatever makes us happy, to not look at physical labor or anything that is beneath us, Let's pay somebody else to do it. That was my attitude. Honestly, I had a cleaning lady for this house for most of my life, once a week. And she would be in the house for three and a half, four hours, cleaning from top to bottom. And she was awesome. And I really appreciated her. I always gave her big gifts, big bonuses around the holidays, and I I, I was friends with her, and I honestly referred her to a lot of people that I know. 
And then retirement came, right? Actually, before retirement, (laughs) way before retirement. My husband was like, look, you can clean. And he said, I'll help. But I'm like, no. And actually, he, he has. Right now, he's painting. But I'm okay with it. And it's one of these things where as I do it, I actually feel accomplished. And as I live beyond that one day of cleaning, I am keeping up with it more so than I would if the cleaning lady was going to come in a few days, like every week. That's a beautiful, most people like if they have one, it's once a month or every other week. Mine was every week. So you better bet that I wasn't cleaning up the stove and I was wiping down the counters. That's about it. Doing the dishes, but not really keeping up with things. But now that I'm doing it, I take, I guess, pride. I'm proud of the sweat equity that I put in the house. And my husband looks at me and he's like, wow, this place looks and smells awesome. And then I end up keeping up with it a lot more because I put forth the effort. It's a completely different mindset. So no better time like the present to start looking at the things that you do to serve others in your life as a loving gesture, as a loving act. And a way to do that is to bring Jesus into that act and be grateful for everything that you have while you're doing that act or that whatever it is. Try it. I know I've mentioned this before, but we should be like that with people that we don't even know. Letting that person go in front of you in the grocery line because they only have a few things in their basket and your basket's full. If you have the time, of course. Maybe even if you don't have the time, because guess what? God will give you time back. I mentioned my taxes. I did the taxes this year. My husband was like, okay, when are you going to do them? Because we got to get them in. I said, I'm going to do them today. And I brought Jesus in and he helped me get them done. And I was done within a few hours. My husband was shocked. (laughs) As a matter of fact, he said, well, you know, I'll visit you in jail. Just make sure they have conjugal visits. <laughs> Thinking you got done way too fast. They can't be right. But guess what? I told him. I invited Jesus in. And he knows because I invited Jesus in the first time. And he came home and I told him and I was beaming. Let's do things for others selflessly. And I'm telling you, God will grow in your heart. So go be that servant leader today in some way, shape, or form. And if you don't want to do it, bring Jesus in and, and offer it up. Make it meritorious. Align it to Jesus on the cross. And then bring sinners in. So, Lord, I offer up my laziness 
and my resentment for having to do the house cleaning today, I offer it up to you. I align it to you on the cross for all of those people who are so lazy that they don't want to follow you. They don't want to seek you or for those who are resenting you and who are mad at you. That's sacrificial love and servant leadership. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Go find something more with God.